Live on the Saints Sports Network, it's Burke's Catholic Boys Basketball. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph. On the web at PennStateHealth.org. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story, and the Reading Royals. Now to the broadcast booth, here's your announcer, Ryan Lineweaver. Well, good evening and welcome everyone down to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where we are here at the home of the Lancaster Mennonite Blazers, bringing you more Saints basketball action as second half of a back-to-back here. They played last night a 72-70 victory over Governor Mifflin, and here they are playing a non-league game, non-Burks game, as a matter of fact, against what could be a very tough Blazers team. So as Jerry's intro said, I'm Ryan Lineweaver bringing you all of these Saints basketball action this season. And that Saints basketball action here tonight, once again against the Lancaster Mennonite Blazers. Blazers not coming in as a bad team. Uh, you don't necessarily think of them as some kind of powerhouse, but Seth Buckwalter's team is 5-1. They are 1-0 in league play this year. They come in averaging 63 points a game, outscoring their opponents by almost a dozen per. They are led by Camden Hurst, who is fourth in the Lancaster Lebanon League in scoring with 20.5 points per game. He sits behind Austin Wirtz of Conestoga Valley, sits behind Trey Groob, and no surprise there. Groob can chuck it from beyond. He's among the leading scorers and leading three-point scorers uh, from his spot there at Mannheim Central. And then Ty Burton of Lampeter Strasburg. And then right behind them, you're looking at Camden Hurst of Lancaster Mennonite. There's a handful of other familiar faces on there. Tate Landis at Warwick, Peyton Wolf from Northern Lebanon. No real surprise there. But Camden Hurst right here, 20.5 points per game and doing most of it down low and at the charity stripe. He has 35 field goals made, which from the looks of it, leads the entire Lancaster Lebanon League. He's hit eight from beyond the arc, so he can shoot it from beyond a little bit. And he's hit 29 of his 36 free throw attempts. And again, just looking at the leaderboard here in Lancaster Lebanon League, it would certainly look like he ranks about third in free throw attempts. So a lot of that inside-outside game, it's going to give them a lot of opportunities that they wouldn't necessarily have against better teams. But certainly having someone who can bang down low a little bit, be consistent from the charity stripe. And oh, by the way, being able to hit from outside is a dangerous threat, especially at this level of play. Just taking a look at Camden Hurst out there. There he is. He's got the athletic tape on his legs. Got both ankles wrapped. Tall, lanky. Certainly someone that they'll have to keep an eye on, Tyler Gibbons, especially if he's going to be down low. So once again, they're coming in 5-1, and 1-0 in league play. They've beaten... Shippensburg, 63-60 in non-league play. They beat, they lost to Gettysburg by two. They beat Camp Hill by 30. They beat Lancaster Country Day by 20. They beat Antietam by nine. And they beat Stilton High Spire by 10. So certainly Burks Catholic is going to be arguably their 
uh, most dangerous opponent that they've had to play this year as they've barely gotten into league play. They've only played Lancaster Country Day, and unfortunately, I hate to say it, Lancaster Country Day usually sits at the bottom of the Lancaster Lebanon League Section 5. Uh, right now, they're actually kind of right in the middle. Uh, Anvil Cleona is 1-4, Peckway Valley 2-3, and three. Lancaster Country Day, again, 3-1. and one. Uh, both of them trailing Columbia. Columbia, the favorite here in Section 5. They're 1-0 in league play, 4-0 overall, uh, outscoring their opponents by an average of 25 a game. The Lancaster Mennonite currently second in the section, looking for uh, what could potentially be a playoff berth for them. But again, they have a very uh, deep season to even attempt to have a chance at the playoffs. Uh, because they will go on the road to play Lampeter Strasburg in what should be a high shooting uh, Ty Burton versus Camden Hurst matchup. Uh, should be really interesting. And then they start getting into it after the calendar turns to 2022. Again, Lampeter Strasburg, they are at home against Pequay Valley. They're at home against Anvil Cleona. So that could potentially be two, maybe three victories there for them. Uh, and then they play. Uh, a very tough stretch here as they go on the road at York Catholic, at Lancaster Catholic. And then they play, again, the section favorite Columbia at home on the 13th. They play Conestoga Valley. Then they finally get to play, all right, Lancaster Country Day, Peckway Valley. So it's not an easy road for them by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but if they can continue their hot stretch here, uh, you know, they'll be able to certainly have a chance later on here in the season. Again, led by Camden Hurst, a little bit of doing it all, 20.5 points per game. Jaden Mast has played in all six games. He averages just a hair over a dozen. And once again, somebody that can hit down low, he's hit 28 field goals, barely gets to the foul stripe, uh, but he's also hit four threes. There's very few players on this Blazers team uh, that are able to not hit from beyond the arc. Then you have Xavier uh, Sumrall, he averages just under nine points a game. He's hit eight from beyond the arc. Uh, Miles Halverson averages just over eight. Declan Hirsch with 6.3 points per game. Uh, and Jaden Taylor with just a shade over four. And then we should expect to see Broden King at some point in time. He's also played in all six games, averaging just over a point per game. And again, if you tuned in last night, you're looking at a Burks Catholic team that could hit it from beyond. It didn't look like they were going to uh, very early on. If you read Mike Dragosports.com and his recap, Mike was sitting next to me the entire night. And it's an excellent recap on his part as, you know, you were hoping that this was going to be the best shooting Saints team that he's that uh, head coach Snip Esterly has ever coached. And, you know, it turned out he was correct because they went – and just absolutely put on a clinic last night as, you know, you had Co Ryan Koch hitting four uh, all in the first half. He had 15 points in that first half to lead the way for him. You had Aiden Sands hitting two. You had Miller hitting two in the second half. So you had eight three-pointers all combined there from Burks Catholic as they were able to come from behind for their fifth victory of the season. And again, four of those in come-from-behind fashion of one way or another. The last one was at Pottsville, a game that we brought to you from the Mecca. We'll go into Burke's Catholic in a little bit more detail here. And we will take a quick break and show some love to our sponsors here in the pregame. 
with about seven minutes until starting lineups and tip-off. So we'll be right back to talk about what comes ahead for Burks Catholic right here on the Saints Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroudstown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Five and a half minutes on the clock for the opening tip here in Lancaster. As we are just about underway here in Gym B. Not to be confused with Gym A down here. How dare I speak of Gym A in that fashion. Anyway, Burke's Catholic on the way here. Of course, led by J.J. Jordan. Jordan led Burke's Catholic last night with 25 points. He had 11 in the first half, 14 in the second. For his 25, he bumped up his scoring average to 15.4 points per game. Then you have Ryan Koch. Ryan Koch entered with five three-pointers to his credit in the first four games, and then he proceeded to hit four from beyond the arc last night bumped up his scoring average with 17 last night bumped it up to 13.8 per game and he's also tied with Aiden Sands both of them with 69 points on the year which is nice 13.8 points per game Aiden Sands can also hit it from deep Sands hit two threes last night give him eight on the season right behind Ryan Cook but 13.8 for him. Jack Miller, just under seven points per game, mostly from beyond the arc. He's hit seven threes to his credit. So when we talk about what a good shooting team this Burks Catholic team is, well, it should come as no surprise. A lot of it's going to come from those three as they make up 24 out of the 26 three-pointers made by the Saints. Tyler Gibbons. Should also be in the starting lineup. He averages three points per game. Kevin Lawler has seen time in all five games. And then, depending how things go, we'll see Aaron Reinhardt in this game. We could possibly see Parker Nine. Could see Nate Doyle, Jackson Gedio, Aiden Gaffney. Could see a whole slew of players, depending how things shake out. But Burke's Catholic coming in, averaging 
a little bit less than Lancaster Mennonite has, averaging 57 points per game. But again, hitting 72 last night to bump up that average and hitting 26 threes to their credit as they were very hot shooting last night all the way around. However, they have allowed 29 three-pointers to their counterparts. But again, much better last night, especially in that second half as I pull up my score sheet here uh, from Governor Mifflin as it took until late for Mifflin to start hitting from the outside. They really closed in uh, as Xavier Price had 15 points in the second quarter for Governor Mifflin and really kept them afloat uh, in the first half. So then they closed down on that low post. They put in Price. They went right after him. They got him in some foul trouble, had him taken out of the game early in the second half. He only had four points after that as they really closed down. But again, uh, a lot of late buckets from Governor Mifflin that was a seven-point advantage for Burke's Catholic last night, and it went sideways, unfortunately, uh, in the final 40 seconds or so as they ended up getting tripped up, led by two with about 19.7 seconds remaining and had a scrap and claw to keep that two-point lead in the 72-70 final for the Saints. And again, for the Saints... This is finishing off 2021 for them. They could go into the new calendar year a perfect 6-0, and depending on how tonight goes. And again, not an easy stretch for them as they re-enter play when they come back in January. Reading high on the docket as they travel to the Goggle Complex on Monday the 3rd. Again, that's going to be roughly a 7.15, 7.30 start time. Uh... I will not be there for that, unfortunately. I have duly elected uh, West Reading Borough official duty as I was elected for a four-year term, and that is our reorganization meeting that happens once every year. And unfortunately, one I can't miss. So not sure if Reading High would even let us in the doors, to be quite honest, because, well, they weren't going to last year uh, when we were trying to bring basketball action to you. Uh, so I would not be surprised if they were not allowing outside visitors to begin with. They barely had a basketball season at all. Uh, barely had a football season the year before uh, due to COVID as well. But at Reading High, at Exeter, we'll take a quick break here during the opening prayer. usually do the prayer before the national anthem at Burke's Catholic. But instead, they do it right before starting lineups. Kind of threw me for a loop here. Burke's Catholic is going to roll out with the same starters that they have for virtually every single game this year. Aiden Sands, J.J. Jordan, Ryan Koch, Jack Miller, and Tyler Gibbons all playing double duty. For Burke's Catholic. As Lancaster Cat or Lancaster Mennonite will have Xavier Sumrall starting off. Number five. Number twelve, Declan Hirsch. The aforementioned Camden Hurst. 
Number 24, Jaden Taylor. And last but not least, number 25, Jaden Mast, also starting. So while we get ready for the national anthem, we will take a quick break. And when we return, we will have Burke's Catholic basketball action right here on the Saints Sports Network. Irresponsible, call me unreliable, throw in undependable too. Welp and scrap all of that. I hope you enjoyed some Bobby Darren. No national anthem. I guess they're gonna say that they did it before the JV game, so we're gonna get underway. Camden Hurst and Ryan Cuck both getting after it. Burks Catholic going to win the opening tip. J.J. Jordan will take possession for these Saints. And I'm kind of positioned in a corner here, so it will be kind of difficult that I cannot see quite everything happening in the far right corner. J.J. Jordan spinning into lane, fouled in route. He'll go to the line to shoot two. Going right at Jaden Mast, who's called for the personal. Obviously the first of the game. Jordan a 50% foul shooter. Makes the first. Jordan wide stance. Shot is up. Shot rattles in. Early 2-0 start here for Burks Catholic. They're going from kind of left to right in front of me. Blazers going from right to left wearing their home whites. And again, we talked about Camden Hurst being able to hit it from inside and out. And there he is hitting the triple. And Burks Catholic answering right back. I believe it was Miller with the three. It's getting kind of hard to see. I'll give it to him. We'll double check the book at half. Blazers. Looking for some entry into the lane. Have to kick it outside. Sumrall driving baseline. Decides to stop. Drops it off to Jaden Taylor who puts it up and in. Ties the game at five all. With 6.25 left in the first. Jordan driving left, now cutting back to his right. That one's gonna hang on the rim, off the mark. Jordan nearly tips it away. Back come the Blazers, Blazers. First attempt, no good. But Camden Hurst there doing some dirty work. His second bucket for five, and it's now 7-5 in favor of the Blazers. Jordan staring down Summerall. Over to Sands. 
Cuck nearly loses the handle. Jordan again driving to his left, slashing to his right. That one's no good. Masked the board. Back come the Blazers. Masked. Slashing into lane. Floater, no good. Gibbons the board. Cuck driving baseline to the left. Blocking foul called on the Blazers. Foul's going to be all on Camden Hurst, his first team second. I'll go up top to Gibbons. Miller being hounded. He'll cough it off. Up to Cuck. Back to Miller. Now to Gibbons. Little screen action. That one's going to rattle in. A three by Cuck. That gives the Saints a one-point lead here with less than five to play in the first. Hurst driving in, spins left hand, a little too strong. Solid move there. Fake going up with the right, spun back to put it up with his left. Sands went up with it. He was met by Hurst. Jordan grabbing the rebound and Getting the layup for his first bucket of the evening. Saints lead by three. Hurst again. Little pick and roll action. Kicks it out to the far side. Now once again driving baseline. J.J. Jordan, well done there. Comes up with the steal. Going coast to coast, lays it in. Doing what he did last night. He was all over the passing lanes and absolutely hounding Governor Mifflin all night. As his assignment was to be put on Delson McNeil after he scored the first 10 for the Mustangs last night. And J.J. Jordan put the clamps on him afterwards. As Miller going to be called for the personal. Blazers will insert Miles Halverson into the game for his, his first minutes. Little down screen. Gives her some room in the paint. Big steps there. Given swats away a shot attempt by Halverson. Welcome to the game. Sands. Little stutter step move. Sweet little finish at the rim by Aiden Sands. And it's a 14-7 Saints lead. And the Blazers will take a timeout. And we will do the same here. Three twenty-two remaining, a seven-point advantage for the Saints. When we return here on the Saints Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. 
We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Well, back here in Lancaster, Miles Halverson right out of the timeout, drilling the triple. Cuts the Saints lead back to four. A little more urgency being shown here from the Blazers' defense. Three on the way by Miller, and Miller hits the three. Back to a seven-point advantage. Looks like Reinhardt will be ready to check in. Driving with the left hand. That one's going to hang on the rim. No good. Hurst again rejected at the rim. Miller looking for Givens on the back door. Cut. He's not there. Sands driving in with the left hand. Sands, tough bucket, grabs his miss and puts it back. Aiden Sands, garbage into gold. It's a nine-point advantage for the Saints. And we're going to have a foul here on the floor. Looks like it is going to be on the shot by Mast. I believe they're going to call it on J.J. Jordan. So Jordan's first, team second. Comes with a minute 57 remaining. Here in the first, Mast shooting two. Clangs off the back iron. Reinhardt for Givens. And for the Blazers, Jaden Taylor will re-enter. Second on the way by Mast. That one also off back iron. Mast is going to grab his own rebound, has his shot swatted away by Sands. It's a block party here at Lancaster Mennonite. Sands, three attempt short. And Sands being a little aggressive following your miss as you're always taught to do. It runs right into Camden Hurst. So that'll be the Saints' third foul, Sands' first. Hurst walking it up himself. Little dribble hand off the mast. J.J. Jordan again being a pest up at the top of the key. Hurst eyeing up a three, drives in, goes underneath, and once again, coming up short. It's not for lack of good looks. That was right underneath. Reinhardt called for the for the uh, traveling violation. But again, Hurst has been able to get underneath. He's been able to get good looks at the rim, just unable to finish. He does have half of the Blazers' points, five of their ten. He has it here right in front of the Saints bench. Pulls up his dribble. Now driving baseline, floater attempt. That one's too strong by Mast. Sands the board. Jordan driving in. Flips it up and in. J.J. Jordan, his third field goal of the evening. He has eight here in the opening minutes. An 11-point advantage. Hurst driving in. This time he's able to finish. Hurst now with seven. That ends a seven to three run by the Saints. 
They're going to hold for one here. Cuck eyeing up Hurst. Drags it over to the left side of the floor. Going to pull up from way downtown. That one's no good. And that will do it here for the first quarter of action. It's 21-12. Burks Catholic on top after eight minutes of play. We will take a timeout ourselves and be right back. Again, 21-12, nine-point advantage for the Saints when we return here on the Saints Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Crazy. Well, that was a cut short intro there. Jerry needs to work on that uh, Patsy Klein intro, I think. We're underway here in the second half. Blazers. Hurst with a pick and roll, decides to give it up. He has J.J. Jordan hounding him up top. His pass is stolen away. Lawler reading that one as he starts off the second quarter. A little backdoor cut by Jordan. He has to grab a handle on it, goes baseline, gives it to Lawler. Lawler unable to finish, but Sands, or sorry, but Cuck that was. Grabs the board, grabs the bucket. It's 23 to 12. Jordan, another steal, going coast to coast again, J.J. Jordan. Jordan with eight in the first quarter, now has 10, and it's 25 to 12. Turnaround jumper just outside the lane. Comes up short by Taylor. Reinhardt, Jordan thinking three in the corner. Lawler going to get screened by Reinhardt. Ball comes all the way down the court. And they're going to give it to the Blazers underneath their own basket. So no backcourt violation. Ball wasn't tipped. But I think just to uh, save the hassle of a backcourt, it's actually gives the Blazers a better opportunity here. They look to go down low. They're going to swing it around. Ball tipped. And we'll stay once again with Lancaster Mennonite. David Shell in the game now for the Blazers. Two Blazers right in the same spot as Shell came over right in front of Mass, nearly stepped on the sideline. Hurst 
pick and roll action. Hangs in the air, unable to finish. Nearly swats it away from Sands, but Sands ends up giving it up anyway. Sumrall picking that one off like a free safety. Over to Shell. Sumrall picks up his dribble. Over to Mast. Out to Sumrall. Healthy three. And a healthy three it is for Lancaster Mennonite. Ends the bleeding as they're able to trim it back to 10. And it's 25-15 with 5.45 left here in the first half. Driving as Coke has nowhere to go. Coke's pass is picked off going the opposite way. And Snip Esterly not at all happy about the lazy passing on offense. He is all sorts of fired up. They're going to take a quick timeout. So will we. 527 remaining. Saints up by five. We'll be right back after this. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Back here in Lancaster, a foul on the floor. Foul's going to be on Jaden Mast, his second team's third. Miller re-entering for the Saints. He will take the place of Lawler. Making room, Sands. Right corner three is down, and the lead's back to 11. Sands with seven. Five minutes left here in the first half. Shell driving kicks. Hurst lining up the three, no good. Ball still skipping around, and it's picked up by Taylor underneath the basket, who lays it in for two. Ball went off of Reinhardt's hands, unable to, to grab it. it. Looks like that might be the end of the second half here for Reinhardt as Jordan skying in and is decked on the way up. Fouls on Declan Hirsch, his first team's fourth. Comes with 4.35 remaining. Jordan hit a pair early on in the first quarter. Looking to extend this lead back to double digits as it sits at 9 with 4.35 left to play. Swish is the first. Gibbons in for Reinhardt as predicted. You call me Nostradamus, I guess, but you see a Noah short hook when you see one from uh, Coach Esterly. Lead back up to 10. Jordan. Misses the second. 
Shell to Sumrall. Trying for a backdoor cut. Sands was there to swat it away, but it stays in the possession of the Blazers. Jordan nearly again being pesty, and he's going to knock that one out. He doesn't believe it, but it was off of Jordan into his own bench. Halverson back on the hardwood for the Blazers. Entry pass into Taylor. Back to Hurst. Hurst driving in with the right hand. Hangs and gets two. Fourth bucket of the evening. Hurst has nine, nearly half of his season average. Sands. Goodness. Another three, nearly the same location as his first one just a few moments ago. And leads back to 11. Blazers looking to answer. No good. Sumrall, a little too heavy. Sands with the rebound. Sands aiming for J.J. Jordan underneath. Has it picked off. They're coming back the other way. That one, a scoop layup by Sumrall is good. And once again, Esterly not happy with the decision-making by Sands. Sands looking to make it up to him. Misses the three. Hurst picks up his dribble. Driving in with the left hand. Has it swatted away, and it's going to stay with the Blazers. Quick hands there from, I believe it was Gibbons. Hurst underneath his own basket. Out to Hirsch. Jab step. We'll start the offense up top with Summerall. Summerall getting a screen. That one off the mark. Hurst grabbing the rebound. Blazers scrambling. Just chucking it up in the air. Ball still loose. And finally, Ryan Cook snatching it away. Jordan, an entry pass down to Gibbons. Gibbons with the right hand. Nice little floater from Gibbons, his first bucket. Leads back to 11. 2.15 left to play. Hurst pulls up at the foul stripe. That ball died on the back rim and just clunked in. Hurst with 11. Two minutes to play here in the second. Once again, sloppy entry pass into Givens, and they're going to get away with it as the Blazers stepping out of bounds. As Coach Hesterly, this being a good Catholic broadcast, I can't uh, repeat what he said, but he's wondering what the heck they're doing. Let's put it that way. J.J. Jordan skies to the rim and Somehow that one rattles out. Jordan making it up, stripping that one away. Miller pulling up, open three, down it goes. Miller, another three for him. If he did hit that first one in the first half, he now has three of them for nine. 
As Mennonite coming back, Declan Hirsch, his first bucket. And it's from beyond the arc. Trims the lead to nine. Just been teetering on that brink all second quarter. Koch driving in with the left hand, drawing contact, unable to finish. But he will go to the foul stripe. Oh, no, they're trying to say it was actually on the floor. Fouls on Summerall. That's his first team's fifth. Three up on the way. Front iron, no good. And we're going to have a foul on Tyler Gibbons trying to grab the rebound. Fourth foul for Berks Catholic. Four players all with a single foul to their credit as we tick down under a minute here in the first half. Looking for a down screen. Now Hurst has it stripped away by Jordan. Jordan, that has to be his third or fourth steal going coast to coast. I'd venture to say darn near all but maybe one of his field goals tonight have been coast to coast like that. Strip and the bucket. Leads back to 11. Blazers may opt to hold for one and just close it to single digits here. They have it in the hands of who they want as they clear out here. Now they're going to flash a little bit of help. Uses the screen, kicks it out. Five seconds left on the clock. Back to Hurst. Hurst now driving in. Somehow retains possession and puts it in. Jordan nearly stripped it away, but Hurst somehow in midair regained control, was able to flip it in. And that will do it here for the first half. A buzzer beater from Hurst. And it's 39-30 to 30 as both teams doing well here. But Burks Catholic retaining that nine-point advantage that they had in the first quarter, carrying it over to the second half here. Once again, 39-30 as we roll along here into the second half. We'll be right back to recap the first half and more when we come back here on the Saints Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in labs, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. Don't They're throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories, Meg's quilted memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt. Visit one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give us a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. 
visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Back here for second half action. As four minutes still on the clock here, the teams haven't are finally starting to venture out for second half warm-ups. Apologies for the extended musical interlude. I needed to uh, make sure who hit a certain bucket had to go to the official score sheet. And the three that I was giving to Miller earlier was actually uh, Ryan Cook's three in the corner. So we'll give him credit for that one. So taking a look at Lancaster Mennonite, they without a doubt are led by Camden Hurst. He has 13 in the first half of play to lead the way. And very well-balanced scoring is Jaden Taylor responsible for six, Xavier Summerall with five, and then Declan Hirsch and Miles Halverson both with three-pointers to their name for the 30 points for Lancaster Mennonite at the end of 16 minutes of play. Meanwhile, for Burks Catholic, they are led by J.J. Jordan. Jordan has done a spectacular job here tonight, not feeling the ill effects of back-to-back -back games. As he has 13 points here in the first half. Aiden Sands with 10. Ryan Cuck with 8. Miller with 6. And Givens with 2. So no scoring off the bench for Burks Catholic. All five of their starters responsible for the scoring here in the first of the 39 points all scored here by the Saints. So it should be an interesting second half. Certainly well within hand. Burks Catholic kind of teetered around, you know, led by nine going into the second. As many as 12. And it kind of teetered around that mark, but doing well enough to hold the Blazers at arm's length in the second quarter of play. Burks Catholic, one of the few teams out here playing on the 22nd. Trying to take a look at anybody else that may be playing here tonight. Girls basketball action was Twin Valley at Hamburg. Obviously, Burks Catholic here at Lancaster Mennonite. Ole Valley is at Kutztown tonight. Red Lion is at Exeter on the other wonderful uh, Jerry Galef media stations on the Exeter Sports Network. So if you like what you're hearing here, you can stay tuned to me. If you don't like me, well, there's other options all here on the same network right on our sister station as they're facing off against Red Lion tonight. Why Missing is on the road against Twin Valley. Cedar Crest playing at Reading High. Daniel Boone at Ole Valley and Schuylkill Valley playing also at Exeter. I'm not quite sure how that's working. One might be at the middle school, the other one at the high school. Not for me to figure out. But there is some other basketball action on the docket. And we'll see if we can 
possibly pull up some of the scores from around Berks County here in the second half. Get the old Twitter machine up and running. The Berks Catholic now. They're getting ready to defend the same end that they were to start. There we go. Now it makes more sense. Make it make sense. But well, we do have a scoreboard update right after that three attempt by Burks Catholic. Ryan Koch missing from the left corner. But Exeter leading Red Lion 25-23 at the break. Summerall looking down low. Once again, a big scoop from Taylor is no good. Jordan spinning in, getting two. J.J. Jordan, another fast break layup. Put his defender in a spin cycle. It's back at the other end, Mast. Too strong with his three attempt. It's going to go off of Jordan out of bounds. We'll stay with the Blazers. They'll swing it around. Driving in, stopping, popping, getting to is Mast. He had no options, and he's just like, you know what? I'm just going to chuck it. And he ends up getting two. Cuts the lead down to nine with 6.50 left in the third. Cook gives it up to Jordan. Jordan down low. Sands unable to finish. Grabs his own rebound. Tries to slam it off a blazer, ends up getting it to Coke. Coke loses the handle in the lane. Back comes Mennonite. And we're going to have a foul on the floor before any shots. Foul's going to be on Gibbons, his second. Team's first. Doesn't look like any changes for either side here. Entering the second half as Mast drives baseline, kicks it around. Hirsch. Back to Taylor. Three. No good by Summerall. Sands the board. Sands will bring it up himself. Jordan hoping for a cutter. Now gets a down low to Givens. Givens passing out of the post. Over to Miller. Miller takes a few dribbles into Cook. Cook with the left hand. Slams it off the backboard. Goes all the way out to J.J. Jordan. J.J. Jordan, a floater in the lane. Jordan, his second bucket here of the second half. Give him 17 as he's now hit his average. Speaking of hitting averages, Camden Hurst with a bucket and one. Foul again is going to be on Givens. That'll be his third. And I guess they haven't determined whether it's going to be a good basket. So they are going to count the basket. I thought that was pretty clear cut. Referees, on the other hand, well, they're not blind for nothing. 
That one going to rattle out. And we're going to have a foul on Lancaster Mennonite. One not needed. It's going to be Jaden Mast, and that's his third. So when you talk about fouls that didn't need to happen, it was a clear rebound. He's standing behind the player, and he ends up trying to poke it away and draws the personal, his third of the evening. So him and Givens both in foul trouble. Both of them staying in the game to start. Jordan pulls up from the left elbow and hits. Jordan with 19. And the lead's back to 11. Five minutes left to play in the third. Trying to bang down low with Givens. End up dropping it off. Backdoor cut by Sumrall driving that left baseline. And he's wide open underneath. Coach Esterly beside himself doesn't even want to look at this offensive possession. And he should because Ryan Cook drilling the three. Lead sits at a dozen. Cook picking off the pass, driving in with the left hand. It's good. Just like that, the lead sits at 14. Pull-up jumper by Mast from the stripe, no good. Put-back attempt by Jaden Taylor makes up for it. Cuck unable to finish here at this end from beyond the arc. Jumper from the right side. Clangs off the rim. Burks Catholic with the rebound. Miller thinking three, coughs it up. Cuck, pull up three. Goodness, his fourth three of the game and his second of the second half as he has come alive here with eight points. Him and J.J. Jordan doing all of the scoring for Burks Catholic. And I hope that they realize that the clock is running. And now they finally figured it out. And I'm saying, it's, it's good. We'll, we'll tell you what it is. Went all the way down to 311. They put 320 back up on the clock. But 53-38. Burks Catholic, 14 quick points here to start off. Dumping an extra six points onto their advantage. Now lead by 15 with 3.20 remaining here in the third. But Ryan Cook, eight points in the first half, eight points here in the second. Give him 16. Sam and J.J. Jordan coming alive here in the third. Hurst has been quiet, and right out of that timeout, he's going to take it upon himself to drive in. We'll see who the foul is on. It's going to be on Sands. That's his second. Lawler getting ready to check in for the Saints with 3.06 remaining. Cannon Hurst hitting the first. Miller taking a seat on the bench. Second one's good from Hurst. 
Nurse now two of three from the stripe. Again, we talk about being the third leading foul shooter in Lancaster Lebanon League, at least in terms of getting to the line. As a three is short by Lawler. And trying to put it in the hands of Hurst. Instead, it's a launch three, not by Hurst. Hurst ends up with the offensive board. He has the height advantage over J.J. Jordan and instead gives it off to Sumrall. Sumrall is able to knock it off of a Saint out of bounds. It will stay with the Blazers with 2.30 left in the third. Driving in Hurst. This time taking my advice and trying to sky up over J.J. Jordan. Jordan gets the best of him, comes down with the miss. Out to Reinhardt. Reinhardt will hit a three. That one off back iron, and Lawler going to get called for the personal. Ends up running into, I believe, Hirsch, who came down with the rebound. Aggressive play by Lawler. Again, 13-point advantage. A little bit of a moving screen there from the Blazers. Nothing called. Hurst dancing, coughs it up over to Shell. Taylor trying to back down, back to Shell. Shell, corner pocket three, no good. J.J. Jordan flips the rebound up to himself and grabs it. Coming across midcourt. Drives, kicks, Lawler three, good. Lawler, the first Saint not in the starting lineup to hit a bucket here tonight. It's now 56 to 40. Largest lead of the evening for the Saints, sitting at 16. Clock under a minute. Hurst, Reinhardt on him. Reinhardt, excellent defense. He has to kick it away. Sumrall, no good, ends up grabbing his own rebound. J.J. Jordan stealing it. J.J. Jordan going up and has his shot swatted away by Hurst. He's looking for a foul, not going to get one. Once again, Snipesterly. Not thrilled with the effort there. Driving in, hanging, and getting two is Hurst. Hurst will have another attempt here to get an and one. And it comes with 34.8 seconds left here in the third. Did this earlier in the quarter. Looking to convert on the three-point play. And does this time. Three of four at the line for Hurst. As he has accounted for all but two points of the Blazers scoring here in the third. Swinging all the way around to Jordan. Jordan. As Sands, Sands pulls up from deep, claps his hands in disgust. As he was hounded at the very start, kind of shook off his defender, drains the triple, leads back to 16. Six seconds remaining. Hurst gives it up, three on the way. That one airballed, and that's going to end the second half, or the third quarter of action 59 43 Saints on top as we roll right into the fourth quarter 
16-point lead for the Saints when we return for fourth-quarter action right here on the Saints Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Back here in Lancaster, 59-43 as we begin the fourth quarter play. Hurst coughed it up, stolen away by Lawler. And Brooks Catholic going to work here, right in front of their own bench. Over to Sands. Sands driving in with the left hand, gets two. Sands wide open. A leisurely stroll into the lane with the left. Lead at its largest at 18. Foul on the floor. And the foul is going to be on J.J. Jordan. Jordan, his second, team's sixth. And he will take a rest here, up by 18. Miller re-enters for him. Not quite at the point where I think that we start emptying out the bench. Three on the way. Off front iron, no good by Hurst. Hurst with 20 right on his average. That's Reinhardt hitting the three from the right in front of me here. The fifth Saint to hit a three tonight. And a miss down at the other end off the Blazers out of bounds. It will belong to Burks Catholic. Shell re-entering for Mennonite. Well, it looks like we are going to start emptying the bench at least a little bit as Parker Nine takes off his shooting shirt. Looking ready for his first minutes of the game. Sands driving. Looking for Miller, glances off his hands out of bounds. 
Nine will enter. Ryan Koch going to the bench. The lead sits at 21. Again, keep saying it. And every time, it's the largest lead of the game. Nearly stolen away. Great job by Lawler anticipating pass here on the right side. Entry pass from Hurst in front of his own bench here on the right wing. That one's stolen away. Lawler picking it off. Drop it to Reinhardt. Nine. Driving baseline. Goes up and under. Gets two. Welcome to the game. His first bucket. And the lead, once again, largest of the game. Sits at 23. A 10-3 run, by my estimation. It's a little bit better than that if we go all the way back. It's 16-7. So they just keep on tacking on extra points here. A reverse layup rolls out by Mast. And Burke's Catholic going to chuck it away here as Miller trying to get greedy, looking for nine, throws it over the end line. Five twenty to play, a healthy 23-point lead. Again, we talked about the Blazers. We talked about, like there's more than just me here. Talked about the Blazers coming in 5-1, and one, but who have they really played as Hurst hits the triple? And they're starting to find out. Big fish, small pond. Playing a very good Burks Catholic team here. As Doyle checking in for Burks Catholic for his first minutes. And we talk about the learning experience that they had last year. They were very close to being a winning club. It's Doyle shot fake out to Reinhardt to Miller. Swing it all the way around from right to left. Now to JJ Jordan. Jordan thinking about a three. Hasn't hit one all year. Would have been a nice time to start. Driving in is Miller. Miller has it poked away. Driving baseline, turnaround jumper. Bumps off the rim. Hurst feeling dejected. Jordan spinning in. Foul on the floor. It's going to be a blocking foul. As the foul is going to be on Shell, his first. Team's third. And Lancaster Mennonite will take this opportunity to take a timeout. Down by 20 with 4.10 remaining. Saints cruising in this one. 20-point lead when we come back here on the Saints Sports Network.
and State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Four oh nine remaining. Bumping back up to four ten as I say that, of course. Sixty six forty six. Saints on top. Miller's inbound pass knocked away. Miller to Doyle in the corner. Drives with the left out to Jordan. Jordan just erasing some time off the clock. Now under four to play. Dribble handoff to Reinhardt. Reinhardt being hounded. He'll swing it around from right to left. Now back out to Jordan. Jordan looking to break down Shell. Swings it out. Reinhardt. Three. No good. Trying to go back up with it is Burks Catholic. It's going to go out of bounds and it will stay with the Saints. J.J. Jordan will take a seat. Up by 20 with 3.35 remaining. Doyle, three. Off back iron, no good. Hurst the board. Hurst. Coughing it up. Fast break layup. Outside the post by Jaden Mast, his second bucket of the game. Fouls on Doyle, his first team seventh. So that will put the Blazers in the bonus. So there's a consolation for him. There it is. Reinhardt checks out. And one attempt. No good by Mast, but it's going to stay with the Blazers. Mast going down. He's going to get jumped. Jump ball belongs to the Saints. Full court press here now from Lancaster Mennonite. Maybe a little too little too late as Miller brings it across. Doyle thinking three, a little jab step here in the corner. Looking at a cutting Saint. Gets picked off. Spinning in the lane. Wild attempt there by Mast. It's off to the right. We'll stay with the Blazers. Blazers looking underneath. Turnaround jumper in the lane by Halverson is short. Miller the board. 
Jackson Gedio into the game for Burks Catholic, as well as Gaffney. Some valuable playing time here. It looks like Evan Diaz, a sophomore, will be checking in as Gaffney's attempt. High arching floater is off back iron, and I believe that he's going to be called for the personal here. And he is. It'll be his first team's eighth. Two upcoming by Jaden Taylor. He hits the first. Jaden Diaz checking in. A 6-2 sophomore forward. He'll take the place of fellow sophomore Parker Nine. Second one's good. Lead down to 16 now with 2.15 remaining. This one well within hand for the Saints. Trying to go down low to Diaz. Diaz getting on the hardwood, picks it up. Out to Doyle, Doyle three. That one a little too strong. Diaz the board, swings it out. In the hands of Gaffney. Now Diaz, Diaz across the lane to Doyle. Doyle trying to draw contact, his shot no good. Putback attempt is off the mark by Gedio, and we're gonna have a jump ball underneath. Last one went to the Saints, this one belonging to the Blazers. Still primarily the Saints offense out there, or sorry, the Blazers offense. They've made a handful of subs here with this one out of reach. Looking to swing it all the way around, driving in, popping, and getting to is Henson. Henson, his first bucket of the game. Now draws the lead down to 14, and Burks Catholic can just play keep away here for the remaining minute and change. Doyle in the corner, takes a dribble, hands off to Miller. And again, they can just play keep away. Trying to get Diaz involved. They can draw it down to a dozen. And even less than that. As driving in is Mast. Mast his third field goal, all coming here in the second half, but he'll still look to hit his first free throw attempt. He's 0 of 3 from the line. Make it 1 of 4 is that one. Playing's off the back, Sky's off the backboard and in. The lead's down to 11 with 51.5 remaining. J.J. Jordan really wanting his teammates to score here as Diaz banging down low. Diaz gets the bucket. Diaz, what I believe are his first points of the season and probably of his career coming with under a minute to play. Three up, no good by Hirsch. And that should just about do it. Gaffney grabbing the 20 seconds remaining. Burks Catholic improving to 6-0 here as 
That pass getting thrown away. It's going to be picked up by the Blazers. And all the way across, up and under is Mast. But that will do it. 68-57, your final here in Lancaster. Burke's Catholic improving to 6-0. Meanwhile, Lancaster Catholic dropping to 5-2. But Berks Catholic undefeated in 2021 here in the fall. Take that perfect record into their meeting against another perfect team on January 3rd as they will face off against Redding High for Berks' one supremacy. Again, loosen the reins here a little bit. They led by as many as 23. They were up 66-43. The Blazers scoring... 14 of the last 16 points here tonight, but the damage was done by the time that they started emptying out the bench in an 11-point victory on the road here in Lancaster. We will wrap up here in just a bit. But again, 11-point victory for the Saints. 68-57. More when we return on the Saints Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Up to U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo. GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for Greatest of All Time. As in, spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. 
Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. An 11-point win by Burke's Catholic here tonight as I keep tallying up the uh, the finals here a little bit slower than usual, so please forgive me. But another excellent night for Burke's Catholic as they just keep rolling along here. 6-0 and to start off the season, and, I mean, after watching last year, who would have thunk that this would have uh, been their fate here entering 2022, that they would be looking at a perfect 6-0 and to start. As once again, tallying up all the scores here. Burke's Catholic stroking it from deep. We talked about how good they were last night against Governor Mifflin. They hit 11 threes here tonight as Coke had four, Sands with three, Miller with two, Reinhardt, Lawler, both with one to their name. As just a solid, solid game all the way around. They didn't have to do much from the foul stripe. They weren't very aggressive down low because that outside shooting really just booing them the entire way around. For Lancaster Mennonite, it's weird to say that it feels like they held Camden Hurst in check when he actually scored above his average. He came in fourth in the Lancaster Lebanon League and scoring at 20 and a half points a game. He scores 23 here tonight, but for some odd reason, it just felt very quiet. Uh, you know, he had his opportunities. He scored 13, a very quiet 10 here in the second half, which, like I said, feels kind of odd to say uh, as he scored almost half of their scoring in the entire second half here, most of which in the third. Uh, but he had 23 overall. Uh, Jaden Mast had nine, uh, all of which coming here in the second half, finished one of four at the stripe. Uh, but then they held everyone else in check here in the second half. Again, we talk about how a lot of it was a lot of it was masked down the stretch, to be quite honest, as they rattled off uh, 14 of the final 16 points scored as just an odd fourth quarter to begin with. Burke's Catholic ended up scoring uh, virtually everything to start as they were up by 59-43. They scored the first seven points of the quarter, went up by 23, and then coasted the rest of the way. And again, they were able to shrink 12 off of that lead as they started emptying out the bench. But Lancaster Mennonite finishing off with Sumrall with five points. Jaden Taylor had eight, uh, six in the first half, and then three apiece for Declan Hirsch uh, and Miles Halverson, all of which coming in the first half. And then Henson with a bucket late, uh, making up their 57 points. And then... Meanwhile, again, we talked about the hot shooting, 11 threes tonight for Burks Catholic. They were led by J.J. Jordan. He had 13 first-half points, six in the second for his 19. Ryan Cuck with eight in both halves for 16, including four from deep. Aiden Sands with 15, so he'll raise his average a bit. 
hitting three from inside and three from outside the arc. And then polishing everything off, Miller with six. Reinhardt and Lawler both hitting threes. And then Givens, nine, and Diaz all with two for Burks Catholic, 68 points. So again, talking about what's upcoming for them. They're going to be facing Reading High. Reading High playing tomorrow night against Lower Marion. A very tough matchup for them as they look to stay undefeated. They're currently 5-0, and rolling through uh, Wilson last night. Uh, very infrequently does Wilson get held below 40 points. And, well, they lost by 28 to a very strong Red Knights team as they put the clamps on the Bulldogs. But they play at Lower Marion tomorrow night, a true measuring stick for them as they look forward to what could possibly be beyond Berks County. And then they will face off at home against Berks Catholic at the Geigel Complex on Monday, January 3rd. Unsure if we will be bringing that game to you as I will not be here, uh, but Jerry might have something up his sleeve as that will be a big game in Berks County that night. And then... We'll have a crossover event. We'll be crossing streams on Thursday, January 6th at Exeter as we may be running both broadcasts here, one for the Eagles fans and one's, one for Burks Catholic while they take care on the road. And then again, talked about it yesterday. It's a very tight schedule in January as they play, I believe it's 10 games in 19 days uh, because then you're looking at Saturday playing Abington, Abington Heights when they come back, so three in that week. And then they play Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Monday as they just cram in that schedule as at Wilson against Nativity, Twin Valley, at Trinity, and then against Daniel Boone. Again, a very tough schedule upcoming. But for now, we get to rest until January the 3rd at Reading High. Again, a big victory here tonight, 68-57. Stay undefeated in the 2021 2022 season as they roll into January with a perfect schedule here to start. So again, thank you for everyone for listening. Stay tuned to see if we'll be able to bring that broadcast to you on the 3rd, but definitely on the 6th as we take on the Exeter Eagles. And you can hear that right here on Jerry Gleff Media and the Saints Sports Network. So thank you to Jerry. Thank you for Lancaster Mennonite hosting us here tonight. Everybody have a great holiday season. Have a great Christmas. Have a great New Year. We'll see you on the flip side. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of Burke's Catholic Boys Basketball on the Saints Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph. On the web at PennStateHealth.org. Meg's Quilted Memories at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. And the Reading Royals at RoyalsHockey.com. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellif Media. Good night.